episode 113. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. It's a weird day. It's gloomy. It hasn't rained here in 30 days. Yeah. It's something crazy like that. Yeah, like, it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. We are very dry. Uh, and it's like, yeah, it's gloomy outside. It looks like winter. Looks like it's about to happen right now. I'm wearing two hoodies. <laughs> I came in, or you came to office and you go, are you wearing two hoodies? I have a lightweight, like, summer hoodie on. Which, who knew that those existed? You know those exist. Like, I mean, it's kind of like a sun shirt, lightweight. Uh, yeah. The ones that I wear every day here, I have yeah. like nine of them. And then uh, I was still cold. So this is the hoodie from yesterday that was left in my office. And at one point, he was wearing both hoods, which was a... Yeah, I don't have the both hoods on right now. That's really hot. That was uh, a different my, look. But our offices, man, it's 100 degrees or it's 40. It's a challenging space. <laughs> it's a challenging... It is a challenging... We got a lot of multiple AC units for multiple different... I don't know. And big windows and... A hot window. Yeah. It'd be a weird time in here. It's like August and Morgan, our children's minister, have her windows open. I'm like, it's a hundred outside. She's like, yeah, but it's 40 in here. Like, <laughs> I need to balance it out. I, mean, I think there's a better way to do that. Like yeah. mess with the thermostat. Yeah. That's what I did. I turned the thermostat off this morning. All right. Well, it's welcome. A good day for it. Welcome to the gloomy day. Say Wednesday. Yeah. Today's Wednesday. Days are all off with Monday Witness and the, uh, and the, Columbus Day, uh, Indigenous People Day, kids all the at a, days, kids at a school day, yeah, for e-learning, which did not mean what I thought it meant. It's not. Electronic. It's not electronic learning. No. I thought that's what it meant. It's like <laughs> so, uh, you, so. I put my kids in front of a tablet for nine hours. Uh, what what is it? It's like environmental learning or uh, no, experience. It, yeah, experience, experience learning day. Like that, so like yeah. they were supposed to do a little family field trip. Uh, I did with your family. Yep. I thought the offices were closed. So I went to the <laughs> zoo with my family and your family. And Mary Beth's like, no, they're in the office today. I was like, eee. My B. Sorry. I come in later. I'll come in later to the office. Um, Yeah, it's not electronic. Yeah. yeah. It's experiment, environment. Something. Encouragement. Get outside. Equip- yeah. Equipment learning. I don't know what it is. Something with an E. <laughs> Eel learning. Yeah. Yeah, energy awesome. learning oh yeah we did at the zoo um well cool beans uh we'll hope that uh, everyone's doing good i'm trying to see this week alabama versus tennessee yeah it has not been a rivalry in 20 some, some odd years i uh, was looking um and you you said there hasn't been an undefeated against undefeated Tennessee, Alabama game. Undefeated, undefeated, and ranked top 10. And since like 89? 89. But we did have a top 10 matchup. But they weren't undefeated. Not too many 17? years ago. 17, that's right. Yeah, that's when we lost. I say we, I was very part of the team, uh, <laughs> Tennessee. I did go to the game. It was Cal Field, uh-huh. Texas A&M. We were undefeated with them. And we lost the double overtime, I believe. I remember that. And then... And then the next week, I think we played Alabama. So we would still would have been ranked because yeah. it was two undefeateds. But it was not two undefeateds. Yeah. That's like those stats. Like I don't know how baseball people or basketball people, it's like 
I don't know who works for ESPN or whatnot. You'll get these stats. I, I mean, like this football game is. Hey, Tennessee and Alabama haven't played since 1989 when they were both ranked and both undefeated. They have their stats. It's like so and so hasn't pitched to a left-hander yeah. whose shoes tied with purple laces, and he had salad before the game. It's like how? What are these stats? <laughs> Do you think we used to enjoy the games more before we got so wrapped up in all that stuff? Because it's like it, not too far back, they weren't doing that kind of thing. Not that in depth. And no. like we have phones that we can look up anything, like live in the game. Like, oh, the last time we let it halftime by this much, it was whatever. It gets people too high. To yeah. You see those stats? It's like when Reagan was president and this, <laughs> and you're like. Uh, and this is the last time since then. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. None of that matters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And people, I think, overly attribute that to the future. Like, they yes, think because yes, this has yes, happened, yes. it's going to happen again. Well, it might, but that's why they play the game. It's not because of that yeah, yeah. stat you just read off. Yeah. That's, uh, if you get on Vol Twitter, it's, uh, it's a no bueno. <laughs> uh, half the people are like, we're going to lose every game, which is <laughs> common. Yeah thread through Tennessee is like, Hey, uh, we're, we're not good again. And the other half is like, we this might as well, it. we might as well be in the NFL. Right. We should be, we are as we good the as the Titans. Yeah. yeah. Like we're the best team ever. Hendon hooker. The next, it's the greatest quarterback that's ever, touched ever. Now his stats show. He's pretty good. He's pretty good at football. He got, he Vegas odds have him as number two for Heisman. Nice. Now I don't know who does the stats, but whoever does the booking and the betting lines for Vegas, they know stuff. That's right. You're watching those games and you're like, why is this a... They got money on it. They is know what's a, up. It's a six and a half point. And it's like, they won by seven. You're like, yeah. oh my word. They know what's up. They know what's up. Sorry, y'all. We got to sports talk. We got enough of that down here in Birmingham. Absolutely. You, you don't need another sports <laughs> podcast. Need, and definitely not us. You can, definitely not us. You guys listen to Cole and... G-Mac. Yeah. McElwain in the morning. Those guys are good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they know way more about football than we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, My football career ended in the ninth grade. <laughs> Mine was senior year. Yeah, when I was done, I was done. No bueno. Um, hit us with a global. It's time for a Bible Buffoon's global update. That was the <laughs> Halloween spooky <laughs> version. <laughs> that was good. I really liked it. Um, we got one. Yes. And we think we have the mystery found. Yeah. Of the AA. Just a little research. I thought, which I thought I did. <laughs> uh, no, we we are on um, Iceland. Welcome, Iceland. Welcome, Iceland. Brother-in-law, Andrew. <laughs> uh, we know where this one's We know where from. this came from. I asked if I can give him a shout out. He is deployed over there. Stay safe. Stay safe. In Iceland. Uh, he likes to send us pictures of like, it's snowing. We're like, yeah. It's Iceland. <laughs> Yesterday, I think it was a picture of a pizza. And they're like, they have that too? Like, it's a, <laughs> I want something cool, Andrew. Uh, anyways, way back when, months ago, we saw where we had uh, uh, a new country on our website listed, and it was AA. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't figure out what that was. Uh, but you did some more sleuthing, some more... Uh, 
researching. Yes. And it's what? Uh, American Armed Forces. It's American Armed Forces that may be stationed wherever. Then I could tell you where. If, if So basically, if military personnel is accessing our podcast Through. Via, via their network, whatever their network, base yeah. they're on, yeah. they don't categorize that with a location because obviously they might want some privacy. For the or military. it could be out at sea. Yep. It could be in the air. So it's it could just, be. Where it's they, just they a generic a designation for this is somebody in the American military. So we had like one person listen to that for months. Now we have like ten. Yeah. And it was my brother-in-law Andrew. He's like, yeah, I do, but he also has a VPN and he listens to different. Air. He's like, yep. Hey, and so we did a little test. I said, hey, listen to me. Without, without the your VPN, VPN. Yep. and boom, it popped up Iceland right there away. There you go. That's so, it. So, thank you. Uh, I don't know much about Iceland. Reykjavik sounds awesome. If you my want, barber has been to Iceland, most who most, my barber, your barber? Yeah, he's been twice. Is he Icelandic? No, he just went once and was like, "This is awesome. I'm coming back." Uh, if you want to fall asleep at night, it's also really good. But if you want to fall asleep at night, uh, I, I, I can maybe get you in the show notes. I might get you the YouTube link. When we found out he was going over there, my wife was like, oh, let's see what this is about. Found this like two hour long video of this guy just walking the streets. <laughs> and it's like the most chill music. It's like, I'm going to fall asleep to this. That's good. But it looks dope. Yeah. It looks really cool. I'd love to go. Yeah. My sister-in-law's been. Really? Yeah. To Iceland? Yeah. It's kind of weird that I know multiple the, yes, people that have been to Iceland. I, yeah. That is weird. Yeah. What are they known for? Iceland. Um, so, is there like a specific food thing festival? So the reason my sister in law went is because her husband is a CrossFit athlete, like a legit CrossFit athlete, and Iceland is known for putting out some of the yes. best CrossFit athletes in the world. And so I they wonder had, why? I don't. I don't think there's a lot to do there. There's so, not. So they just there's, work out. There's water. <laughs> yeah. And so they went over there for like a big CrossFit thing. He was competing in something over there. Dang. There you go. What's the big guy's name that's like the most famous CrossFitter ever that got oh, started? Rick. Oh, Rick. Froning? Rich Froning. Rich Froning. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Tennessee. He, he, uh, Crossville? Cookville. Crossville. Cook. Mm, one of those. I think it's Cookville. I think that's so. Because I've been Tennessee to Crossville. Yeah. Well, you can be to Cookville too, and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Home of Tennessee Tech. Yeah. Uh, Froning Farm. I'm actually wearing a Froning Farms hat right now. That's weird. You are. <laughs> And I didn't even, I, I, you wear that hat every day, but I don't know what that's from. Yep. So he's got a big, like, he has buffalo a, ranch yeah. and his gym's up there and everything. Well, guys, welcome to. Wow, we're I, all over the place. Icelandic CrossFit chat. Chat. We are going to talk about the Bible. We are. Today. Let's do it right now. Oh, great. So, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. I probably have. It's 113 episodes. From about third third grade to about tenth grade, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's a bunch. How many different? Uh, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't know the right words. How many different stereotypes? How many different groups did you morph into? Was it? I'm wearing the Vans and mm. I'm a skater boy. I got a gold chain. 
Uh, I listen to rap. Here's my yes. here's my belt buckles and my cowboy boots. Here's my Gap jeans. Yeah, here's my Tommy Hilfiger polo. Right? There's all of those. Yeah. I'm saying all these because yeah because that was me as well. Yeah. Which ones stood out to you in that? Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is a running conversation in my family about how many phases. Uh, that's I a good. That's a good way to put it. Um, uh, your adolescent phases were you. Yikes, man. Uh, a bunch. I, I, I did it all. I did it all. I definitely had a cowboy hat at one point. Um, yeah. uh, soap shoes. I don't know if you remember those. Soap shoes? Do you know what I'm talking We're about? We're the same age. What are soap shoes? They're the shoes that had grind plates in them that you could, you know, like inline skating, how you would grind on things. The big shoes, right? Yeah, chunky shoes. Chunky, chunky shoes. boys. <laughs> uh did that had I oh had the man. Vans at one point. Uh, Jinko no, Airwalk Airwalk shoes. I had Airwalk. I've already told my Airwalk story how my mom bought me the girl Airwalks. <laughs> uh, I I went. I didn't for, have the Jinko. The Mossimo. What is the what, what Journeys? Journeys. Pack Sun. Dude, it's like lightning outside. It's getting it's getting kicked up. Sorry. Yeah, so it would be impossible for me to really try to go through this with you, but I did it all. Yeah, I was definitely searching for my people who I was, all that stuff. So in, um, and I say about that time frame. that time frame could go to second grade to, to freshman in college. It could be, but typically it's your, it's your middle school, high school ish to maybe about sophomore year. Yeah. So you start to kind of be like, ah, I better you find just, your group. Better to yeah. stick here. Like yeah. it's too much to go moving now. Um, but that's what that time is for. Yeah. You're, your you're physically the, changing. Your body is physically going. You're bonkers. a wreck. You don't know what's <laughs> going on. Uh, your parents are like, who is this monster that I'm living with? Yeah. Uh, and then you yourself are trying to figure out who am I? Yeah. Where do I belong? Where do I fit in? And it's, and it's a way for us to, to, yeah, to just find who our tribe is and then who we are. Um, a lot of people back in the day, you know, if you, you know, if you wore the airwalks and you wore the jinkos and you didn't skate, they're like, Oh, you're, well, you're a poser you're a poser. And I don't like that word poser. Cause everyone is at one point, right? When you first try something, you're not that yet. You're not that yet. You're <laughs> not that yet. You are a poser. Yeah. And that might be the word of your middle school years is you are a poser. I'm a poser. Cause you're just trying to figure yourself out. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, and it's big. You try to find out, what what is my identity? Yeah. Who am I? Where do I belong? Where do I fit in? Yeah. Um we're probably going to get into this, but it's like you're desperately seeking value. Like you want people to want you. And so you're trying all this different ooh. stuff to try to find, all right, who's going to value me the most? And that's a tricky process. It's just it's, it's a very tricky process of of a balancing do I like this or mm -hmm. do I like this because I get validation? Yes, from exactly. It and I fit in here. And when those Venn diagram, when it all meets, matches up, right? When it's like, Oh no, I do like sports and I like these people and they like me and I'm good at this and I fit here and we're all together. It's like, Oh, well this is where I should be. Right. Right. And that may be music, sports, drama, whatever. Right. Skating. Any number of them. <laughs> <laughs> I went like, uh, rodeo. Hey, uh, how about it? Cowboy. Um, 
and that's good. We look at it as a negative, I think, at some point. Maybe when we're older, we look at it jokingly. It's, em- it's embarrassing to it's, look back yes, on, for yes. sure. But it's a part of growing up. Uh, of th- This is what this time of your life is for, to figure out who you are. Right. And so what we're going to look at, and you may be listening to this, and I don't, I don't, what do you think the youngest listener is to this? And your oh, kids boy. in the car don't count. Yeah. Um, like someone who actually like, I listen to this twice a month. Oh, gotta be like upper twenties. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about my sister-in-law. Yeah. Like, she's probably the lowest. 25 ish. Yeah. I don't know how old she is. Katie, I'm sorry. I think you're about 25. It's close. You're, you're somewhere in there. You're in your yeah. 20s. Yeah. That's gotta, gotta be pretty young. But they're really close to it too of what they just had. So whether you are seasoned listener, uh, uh, by length or by length of days on this earth, uh, your age or the youngest, there's still a form of us trying to figure out who we are. Right. And it may not be as drastic as I'm going to change um, my ropers yeah. to yeah. J's. Right. It may not be just what you wear and your whole identity, but uh, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, and the Bible talks a lot about this. And mm. so one of the things that we try to do in our student ministry is try to, again, lay some foundation of this is who you are. You may be a lot of other things. Yeah. But this is who you are. Yeah. Um, and so for all of us, we may get wrapped up in the identity of where I go on vacation, where I work. My yeah. identity is what I drive or the things that my family do. You know, am I in this country club or am I in this? Am I in that? Um, and you may search, try to find out where you find value in that. But I think everybody listening should start off with uh, knowing what your true identity is. Um, so we're going to be in a series, I think for the next three or four, where we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about your identity and uh, different identities that you have. They're all under the same umbrella. Um, you know, you all are all with God <laughs> uh, and you're all his. Uh, but what does the Bible say about different areas of that? Um, do you have that Colossians? I got that Colossae. Colossae 3, 3. Trey, Trey. Yeah. Uh, is it okay if I start in uh, you, at 1? You can start at chapter 1. <laughs> start... I'm just going to read the book of Colossians. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, we'll start in uh, chapter 3, verse 1. So, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And here's verse 3. For you died, and your life is hidden in Christ with God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. I love that. Mm-hmm. So this idea, for you for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So your identity now uh, is 100% should be wrapped up in God, wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, my identity, well, I really loved uh, the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one in my family really liked football. We didn't really have a team. Uh, I just kind of said, I like Dan Marino. We didn't have the, you know, we didn't have the Titans back then. So I, we didn't have a team. Ace Ventura made a big impact Ace on Ventura your life. Ace Ventura made a <laughs> big impact when I was in third grade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 
it was funny. My my identity was I'm a Dolphins fan. Right. And I literally, when you think about Christmas, I literally was wrapped up in that identity. <laughs> you get the starter pullover. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have... Um, the turtleneck, the turtleneck with, with the, the logo thing? on it. I don't think I was, I was, I was blessed <laughs> enough to to get one of those, I but a, I would have. I had a a Dan Marino jersey with the white turtleneck with the Dolphins logo. Absolutely, I bet you it. were like feeling it too. I was. I looked ridiculous, but I was feeling it. I was like, this is the best, right? So this idea of that was my identity, and whatever it is, we typically like to put it on externally. Externally, first. yeah, for sure. Right, so if you're like, you know, you can just go to the mall. Mall? Who goes to the mall? You can go to the sock hop. You can go to the mall and look <laughs> at kids and be like, they play baseball. Yeah, I can just tell by your hat, by your, by your ropey necklace, dumb thing. rope necklace that does nothing. It doesn't make you stretch more, but they all fooled you. <laughs> uh, you know, and all those things. Or if you're basketball or this or that. But in us with Jesus, with us with our relationship with Christ, it says that we are hidden. That we are wrapped up in him. Yeah. And I just love that entire imagery of, it's almost like um, my kids really stink at hide and go seek. They're three, <laughs> but they really stink at it. They will go and take a blanket and just sit on the floor and put it over their head. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I wonder where you are. <laughs> like he's there. But their whole thing is I am hidden. Like you can't see me. I only want you to see the blanket. Yeah. And I think that should be our identity as well. And our mindset is how can I just hide myself from, from my earthly wants and things and actions. And then how do I just live like Jesus? Yeah. Like let y'all see him in me and how I do that. Yeah. It's this, we, we, and I hope all that made sense. It made sense a, to me, okay, Peach. <laughs> we, we, we use that kind of phrase a lot. Like you're, you're, you, you're, you're dead to your old self and, uh-huh. and you have new uh-huh. life in Christ. Um, you know, we have in, you know, in the Christian tradition, there's beautiful, you know, uh, rite of passage, you know, baptism, which is this symbolic death and burial. And then you're raised again with Christ. And I think all that's really helpful in kind of pushing us towards this way. But like, this is an invitation, right? Oh, yeah. This get, this says that your search for who you are is over. Yeah. Right? And that's a really freeing thing when I don't have to, um, by my outward appearance, by the way I talk or whatever, try to come up with who I am. I am, I am, I am no longer me. I'm alive in Christ and Christ lives in me. And, and that is my core root identity. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it that is very freeing to be like, man, I don't have to. Because I remember. Cast you, your mind back to when you were trying to oh, figure all that no, out. Wasn't that the worst? It's all this anxiety. Yes. And and unless if, you can. Am I wearing the right? Am I doing. How am, am I being I perceived? Saying, yeah. Yeah. And, and and just waking up and being like, mom bought me girl shoes. Mom <laughs> bought me girl air This is shoes. it. I'm dead. I'll like, never recover life, from this. Never, I will never like, socially recover from no, this. No, <laughs> I'm just going to just under a rock now. I might as well just stay here. Uh yeah. Oh, geez. Nightmares about that tonight. Um, but then here to say, no, 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 you are hidden with him. Yeah. Let him take it. This is your identity. Um, and so for you guys as well, um, just kind of what are you getting wrapped up in? Yeah. Um, and so we're going to hit uh, a bunch of these, four of these different ones. So let's, I want to jump. Um, I want to go ahead and jump to Matthew. Okay. Let's go jump to Matthew 3. 
I, we got way more notes and a lot of things, but I, I think just hitting this base um, right now is pretty good. Hitting yeah. this ground level. But here's one of the first ones. This is Matthew 3. Uh, I've been yawning 16. We could do 13. Okay. We'll start at 13. Matthew 3, 13. Uh, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have um, prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now for thus is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, and I have to read it with a deep voice. For some reason, I'm <laughs> from uh, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. All right. So we get this idea, this thought, this idea, this picture of Jesus going to the Jordan to get baptized by John. John's like, uh, what are you doing, dog? Like, <laughs> I need to be baptized by you. And he goes, nope, let's get this done. It's part of the plan. To fulfill all righteousness, to fulfill all the prophecies mm -hmm. that said this would happen. He says, okay. And John's like, all right, man, if you say it, let's do it. Baptize him, comes out of water, heaven descends down from the sky, uh, or, or the uh, Holy Spirit that looks like a dove coming down, and then a voice, a loud voice of God. That is, everybody heard that was there. It wasn't just Jesus. Yeah. It's a loud voice. Um, said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. So one of our first identities, I think, here is that when we... Um, fully say, I'm in. God now takes us in and says, you are my beloved son. Mm -hmm. I don't know of another time that I have used that word beloved <laughs> other than reading this verse, yeah. right? Like that's just not a word that we say today, mm -hmm. right? Um, and you might have some research on that word. Yeah. I know, I think in my little research back in the day, it was a very like, mushy lovey word yes um yeah yeah so the greek here and this should this should make you perk up the greek for beloved is agapetos oh what's up agapetos does does agapetos make you think of anything uh, agape ooh, it's related agape. to the greek oh. word agape which is a certain kind of love yeah that and we might need to do a whole you know, like series on there's different types of love mentioned in the Bible. And it's exactly what you just said. It is an over-the-top, extravagant, unfiltered love. Yeah. And and I love this this uh, one you definition this? of it. I agape this. <laughs> uh, agapetos can be described as personally experiencing God's agape love. Personally experiencing it. Ooh. Right. Yeah. And so that's what is wrapped up in this in this type of love that that God is lavishing on Jesus. And then if you flip that back to Colossians, uh -huh. if if we are are dead to ourselves and wrapped up in Christ, that means that we are wrapped, wrapped up, up in that same agape love, that personal love from God, not because of us, but because we're clothed with Christ's righteousness. Yes. I, I, we get that love because of him. Right. Right. Which is dope. And I think, 
I don't know. Do you think that it is hard? Is this, uh, I mean, there have been books about this. There have been podcasts, good and bad, somewhat about this topic. <laughs> but this, me, me and you can read this and we can do this study mm-hmm. and we can connect it to, to a Colossians and, and our brains go, yeah, I'm so grateful for the mushy love that God has for me. Yeah. And that makes my day. But is there, or do you think there is a big segment of males mm-hmm. that read that and go, uh-uh, yeah. I don't want this mushy love. This is a girly type deal. Just not. But do you think that men and women read this differently? Uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, there are good things and bad things to both of those. I think that men have um, a false sense that their emotions are inherently bad. Right. And okay. uh, some of that's from upbringing. Some of that's from church. Some of that's from culture. Yeah. Um, but a lot of guys struggle with fully embracing all of their emotions. We're talking about this as a staff, like we're going oh, through yeah. a study together. But man, you look at the life of Jesus. And if that's our model, Jesus experienced the full range of human emotion. Oh. Jesus had gushy love. For the people that he cared about, and, and he, he also mourned ex- and wept, and he and, and he, yes. he he felt the bitterness of humanity mm-hmm. and the sadness and anger. We see it all. And so and yeah, he had all he had all that. As a man, if we're going to be like Jesus, that is an invitation for us to be open to our full emotions and and all their beauty and all their struggle and all that stuff. And I think for women, you know, a lot of this can be tied to. Um, how they have experienced relationships with men throughout their lives in a positive or a negative way. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that here in a few weeks when we talk about you are, or maybe next week when you are a child of God, mm. God is a good, good father. Yeah. For a lot of people, that's like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. If you, if you, if you had a great dad, <laughs> you're like, you're like, is, I get it. That makes yeah, sense. Right? I can relate to that. But if you did not have a good experience with your earthly father, like that can be a barrier to understanding God in that aspect. But that's that's the key to it. It's like whatever your experience with your with your earthly father, yeah. you have a perfect father who loves you with this belovedness. Hey, with hey, this. hey that's next week. All right, we got it. But just one, you know, just as we kind of wrap up, know that that's, this is kind of hard. Again, this is kind of putting away the fight for identity mm. And to set it to rest, to go, no, this is what it is. Allow yourself to be loved. Yes, right? Allow yourself to be like, God does love me. Like, Mm -hmm. God, um, I don't know if it's in this or I I, I don't want to go ahead, but but I heard a quote saying, um, I just went blank and this is not good airtime. Is it the Tozier quote? No, but I want to read that too. Okay. I want to read that quote too. No, it is a... God doesn't just tolerate you. He loves you. Yeah. Right. And so we think about God's like, oh, well, God just like, well, there he is again. He's sending again, doing that. No, he's looking down at you, loving you, beloved. He's this mushy. He wants to be with you and and have this relationship with you and protect for you and provide for you and support you and do all those things. Um, we just have to get out of our own head and go, oh, I, I don't have to work for this. Yeah. Or... If you look at my life last year, would mm-hmm. you say that it's, Hey, forget it. You are now hidden in Christ. Yeah. Let him take all that. It's that it's a, 
uh, a big, I don't know. I'm dumb. It's like a big cloak, a big armor <laughs> where he's like, I got all this. Yeah. It's a, it's a faith thing. I think for a lot of people, like, yes. can you believe that this is true? And a faith is seeing with, or, you know, a bleeding without seeing. And that's hard. Can you believe that, that <laughs> God knows everything about you and still chooses to believe this about, or to feel this way about you? And even knew that all the sins you're going to commit and still send a son for you. Right. What? Yeah. That's mind blowing. It's like, we really have to sit with that. And I don't know if we know that kind of love here on earth. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You well, know, we don't, we don't not, not, <laughs> not, not, not in, not no, in this pure that, way. You right? were so serious in that. And that's yeah. right. We, like, yeah, we don't, we don't. Like, and that's why it's a faith thing. Yes. And you could say, well, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love these things. And you do, but your love for those things is a drop in the bucket of the love that God has for you. Yeah, that's right. Like huge. Um, and that's a faith and that's a daily learning. Um, so, so this next few weeks, we're going to look about our identity. Um, and there was that Tozer quote. You want to read that quote? Let's do Sorry, it. Sorry. That was up in the beginning of the deal, but we started talking about Jinko jeans. But this, 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 this idea will carry over to all of oh, these. All every of these. single one. We might can read this quote. So this is A.W. Tozer. What comes to my, what comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. Now, when you, what comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. There's a second part that's not from him, but it says what is equally true is to understand what God thinks about you. Mm -hmm. So what you think about God, but also your understanding of how God views you, mm -hmm. that needs to be healthy. Yeah. That, that needs to be rooted biblically uh, and in truth where it's not, well, God thinks this, that that's where we get all screwed up. Mm -hmm. Let's biblically find out how God views you. Right. Um, and let that build and start you off. That's it. On a path of good identity mm -hmm. in that. So you are mushy, mushy, beloved. Beloved. Ag Agapetos. Agapetos. Uh, I like it. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about child of God next week. Let's do it. You are. That's a good one. A child of God. So, hey, um, thank you, Andrew and Iceland. Get some other people in Iceland to listen. Um, do it now. Just walk around. Yeah, you were eating pizza with somebody. That's them. Uh, yeah, hope you guys are staying safe and good. Uh, next week could be a sad. You know, Tennessee could win or lose. One of us will be more disappointed than the other. Do you think you'd be disappointed? I don't think. I don't really will. care too much. Bama doesn't. Y'all have won like twenty six in a row. <laughs> it's something bonkers. No one cares. Like y'all are like okay. <laughs> If we lose, it may be, mm. I don't know. I, I actually expect to lose. So I'm like, whatever. It's going to be great. Whatever, whatever. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a great Saturday in the fall, third weekend in October. Uh, that's when the game always is. It is. But is it actually on the third this time? Mm. I feel like this is the second. One, two, Maybe no, the third. No, the 15th. Yeah. How about that? They did it. Um, they also got approved to do color rush jerseys, which is orange and crimson. Oh, they nice. They don't get to wear those. Because SEC, they didn't get approved by SEC. So, Sweet. there we go. Old school. Well, hey, be safe if it's raining where you are. It's thundering and lightning and pouring where we are now. Yeah. Uh, so, if it's raining tomorrow, <laughs> uh, when you guys hear this, uh, be safe. Like, review, subscribe, shout out, all the cool things. Mm -hmm. And we will catch you all next week. Bye, friends. Peace.